Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Bulwark Live. Yeah. I'm JVL here with my best friends, Sarah Longwell, <laughs> Timothy Miller, both of the Bulwark. Got some breaking news before we went and sat down. Fox News is reporting we have a caravan of critical race theory teachers coming up across the southern border to confiscate everybody's gas stoves. It's really, it's terrible. No, no, that's not the real. The real news is that Carrie Lake thinks she's going to run for Senate now. <laughs> that's it's bad. True. It's true. Uh, and, and we have more George Santos. So we, we have to start with George. We have to start with the candy before we have the spinach. Uh, so George Santos is in the news again. I, I've been keeping this. George Santos, the Republican member of Congress. Then we have George DeVolder, who is the businessman with the Ponzi scheme. Then we have Anthony DeVolder, who is just like some dude, evidently. Uh, and finally we have Kitara, the Brazilian drag queen. Kitara Vash. Kitara, do we have any Portuguese speakers out there? I couldn't understand what the reference was. I know Obrigado, but Kitara Ravash. It has a nice kind of. Do you ring think to she uh, did any story hours? Uh, I think she did some death drops. Would that drop. be a problem? She did some death drops, you know? If she was, if she was out there doing some brunches, you know, yeah, in the community, brunch, yeah. would that be all right? Anyway, uh, so this is, this is a problem, obviously, because uh, <laughs> this. I don't mean this. I'm, I'm not laughing about this. So Greg Stube, who is a, a Florida representative, fell off. Are you sure, off a 20 you're, are you sure you're not laughing? About I'm hand to God. Not Thoughts and prayers. About this one. Thoughts and prayers. He fell off a 25 foot ladder. Let this be a lesson to all of you. If you are a a man who fancies himself as being handy, never go up a ladder higher than 10 feet, ever. You're asking for death. And uh, so anyway, so this guy's in the ICU, and the Republicans have just very ostentatiously passed the, the rule, rule rescinding the ability to vote remotely. So you got to, like, get yourself to the, to the floor to vote, which means that the majority's down to three. And with Santos were to go, to be down to two. Uh, and so what, what's going to happen? Santos he, is going to get committee assignments. He already has. He got has. his two. He already He's got has. his two. Yeah. His committee assignments I'm, are, I'm did sorry, you, did you sorry, remember, small get, business. Before we get serious, can we just reflect on something about George, about... Kitara Ravash for a mm -hmm. second. Uh, the first time that George kind of came into our field of vision, we had a podcast, the Next Level podcast, people were listening, and Sarah's observation was that he was handsome. Did <laughs> <laughs> I say that? I'm just kind of wondering if you've kind of reflected upon that at all or changed your view. Or you know if you're what's tight, so annoying? It's like you came with type. this in the can. Like you <laughs> knew you were going to throw, throw that out. I, I don't even remember saying it. Uh, it is weird. You don't remember saying it? First it of all, you know how much I like like a quarter zip sweater vest. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, like it's, uh, he and he looks like a like a priest, like an off. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of gay priests. <laughs> in fairness, <laughs> the shoe fits, right? Yeah. 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 To me, I will just say this is it is very unfortunate uh, that the first gay, openly gay, elected Republican is him. It's I not don't great think for this the is not, this is, it's not great for the movement, yeah. No. Not. Oh, your people, Tim. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'm not keeping score at home, really, but no Pulse nightclub deaths, no Holocaust deaths in the family, not actually Jewish, mom did not die in 9-11, not a wealthy businessman, didn't go to Brooke College, did not play volleyball Hold on. Wait, hold at on. Brooke I know. College. He was a striker. 
<laughs> he was a striker at Baruch. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, this is the most amazing one. Imagine being like, okay, I'm going to make up a new identity out of whole cloth to make myself sound awesome. And my story's going to be, I played volleyball. A striker. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what position that is in volleyball. But maybe it's a one. cool position, but like... Can he get? Can he jump? The striker, I think, has to has some vertical. I feet. don't know anything about volleyball. Anyway, it's it's a mess. But but here's my question. So the the only thing which is going to drag him out of Congress, I assume, is criminal wrongdoing, right? So it's mm. it's mostly about where did the seven hundred thousand dollars come from? Do we think that Kevbo is going to slow roll any attempt to actually find that out because he needs to have the vote? Oh, yeah, of course. No, he's going to be there. Uh, is there any difference between him and, like, Louis Gohmert, really? I don't, I don't know. Gosar, yeah, I mean, we're spending a lot like, of time on him. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's 435 of them, a lot of jokers in there. Uh, and so, uh, no, he's going to continue to be there. Uh, he absolutely needs, uh, uh, McCarthy needs to vote. And, like, what is, the, what is the impetus for getting rid of him? I like to zag on this one. Santos, by the way, I mean, this is, he's got brass balls. Okay, like every time he walks down the hallway, every camera is following him everywhere. I mean, everyone in his life knows that he's full of shit and knows that he's a liar. Uh, I mean, he stole a dead man's check in order to buy shoes. Like he's a, he, he hasn't paid multiple people rent still. He took money yet, from a war dog. He took money from a war dog. He's on TV every minute. And the dude is just, the I, dude will not. You know what? Like, I'll take one step forward. Shame. Nothing. <laughs> I think he likes it. He, I don't think so. I think he gets off on it. I don't think so. Like, you know, you're like, oh, he's really stealing himself. I'm, I, I don't, don't want to think, think so. He's like Buffalo he Bill in like. front of the mirror. Here's the okay. problem. I mean, <laughs> I don't, is that a, like a 70s reference? Is that like a Dirk Diggler? I don't know. What, no, what, you, what do you, you know what I'm talking you about, me? right? Weirdly, like the whole audience got it. All right, so let's, let's get a little more serious. We have the committee assignments. Here's the problem. The one thing about Santos I just want to say is like, Nobody's going to be get rid of him. Like, he will do whatever McCarthy wants, right? Because he is so, he himself now is like, nobody will talk to him. He doesn't have any friends. The best side story of the McCarthy speaker vote was all of the pictures of him, like, alone or, like, trying to hang out with Marjorie Taylor Greene because she's the other weirdo that people don't like that much. And so he will, he will be, like, a lapdog vote. So nobody's going to time with Matt Gates. I think he might be his son. <laughs> we're sitting next to each other. Well, this was he did so his his big media appearance was he went on the Steve Bannon show while it was right. being guest hosted by Matt, by Matt Gates. Gates. Yeah. It's perfect. Nice. Uh, all right, so but we got it's the rest a, of the committee. The assignments. Like, who the fuck cares? Honestly, who the fuck cares? He's on the small business committee. It doesn't matter. Like he's an, he's one vote. Uh, the, the the more concerning thing about the committees, if we can move off of the candy. also on the science, space, and technology. Yeah, very important. The science. Uh, well. We oh, discovered time might, travel, guys. He might have oversight over whether we move to permanent daylight savings time, which is an important <laughs> matter. That I, that I, I, if he's on my side, I might be a pro, <laughs> pro devolder after that. Um, but like the other committee assignments are the are the meaningful ones, right? Like the the, the I, I feel like Santos in some ways has blocking out the sun of like the influence that the Marjorie Taylor Greens oh. of the world, in particular, you know, are going to have over some very some very consequential. You know, matters. I, like you have Marge, who who thought nine eleven was fake, 
on the Homeland Security Committee. Yeah. Like, that's a little concerning, right? You have, uh, you have Chip Roy and the goatee and, like, uh, grab-ass Jim Jordan. Like, they're going to be our two negotiators over whether the, uh, whether the country defaults on the debt. Like, the, you know, the fact that Paul Gosar, you know, who is an active, you know, white nationalist collaborator is going to be on these committees. Scott Perry, right? And they're on oversight. Is, right, yeah, they're on oversight. Like, so Scott Perry, who engineered the coup at the DOJ, I mean, yes, like Scott Perry was the key guy. was a key member of the, the the DOJ coup of putting what was the guy's name the really nerdy guy that has an egghead. He was trying to make the thank you Jeffrey Clark. Like it was uh, Scott Perry that was trying to put Jeffrey Clark in and that was actively advocating for that. He is going to be the one that is doing the oversight of the oversight of the January sixth thing. Like all of that is way more important than George Santos, who like can't even get his pants on in the morning. He doesn't matter. I would say this. this is, you. you know, I mean, two weeks ago, our friend Ross Douthat wrote that, uh, you know, the, you know, the you know it's going to be an endorsement. The pre-Trump Republican Party was back. And then yesterday in the New York Times, we had the headline, right-wing Trump allies win seats on oversight, reflecting GOP priorities. I was like, ah, Ross, this fucking guy. <laughs> uh, practically speaking, despite the fact that it's outrageous to have somebody who wants to defund the FBI... Well, you know, I thought they were the law and order party. Despite the fact you have people who want to defund the FBI running, like, Homeland Security. Practically speaking, does any of it matter? Because nothing's going to pass, right? Yes. Yes? Why? Tell me what's going to happen. Well, the, I mean, the stuff that Kevin gave away, like the oversight elements of it, that, it really does matter. And you can imagine a hypothetical other world where the Gosars and the Perrys of the world are, are, you know, given the Santos committee assignments. You know, they're on the daylight savings time beat, right? And you have responsible adults who are on the oversight beat. And you have responsible adults who are dealing with, negotiating with, with the Biden administration on, you know, how we're going to deal with the debt ceiling, et cetera. So, I mean, I, I think that the fact that the terrorists are in charge of the full faith and credit of the United States is, like, pretty, pretty meaningful. Uh, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter in the sense of, oh, if you want, we're hoping for, like, grand bipartisanship and great deals between, you know, John Boehner and Obama and Favreau and, like, they were going to come together and do Simpson Bowls. Like, you know, that's not gonna, that was never going to happen. But, like, there still would have been a meaningful difference between Kevin putting, you know, Patrick McHenry in charge of oversight and, like, insane insurrectionists in charge, charge of oversight. But here's the thing. So, so Marjorie Taylor Greene negotiated oversight, right? Like, that was part of her demand yeah. of Kevin. She yep. wanted that committee. And, like, I don't know. Let them have it. They are going to be front and center. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, and who's the other weirdo on oversight now? Is it Gosar? Gosar, Gosar and Perry. Gosar and Okay, so, like, let them be the face of the Republican Party while they're leading. Here's the thing. One of the things that, listening to voters, voters have been the same with every impeachment, every investigation. Uh, they always think they're a waste of time and they're not focusing on like the real issues that people care about. With a bunch of clowns in charge with the front of the cameras, I think that's really bad for Republicans. This is the, this is the mindset that got you the Anthony Weiner laptop. <laughs> Right, like these fuckers <laughs> did Benghazi for years and years and years, and like that's how they found the Hillary email, and that's how you end up with like Anthony Weiner's dick, like giving us Donald Trump in 2016. Like I, you don't really know, like what could come out of these oversight things. Uh, you know, I don't. We okay, don't really that, know. Like what, what was, it's not like Hunter was exactly an ups, upright citizen. Uh, you know, we don't exactly know what him and Joe. But any right? Republican that would have come out with any Republican, yeah, right? So any Republican right. that's leading oversight was going to find the same things. And in fact, serious people might find more serious things. Clowns are going to be clowns, and I think make the whole thing look less serious. 
Well, so this assumes, I would say, this pushbacks into a, pushes into a tension here, right? Which is that most voters never hear about these things and don't care about them. So I have a feeling six months from now, you're going to be doing a focus group. And you're going to say, what do you think about this blah, blah, blah committee and their investigation being run by Marjorie Taylor Greene? And the people in your focus group are going to go, huh? That's right? Not and, a nice imitation of the people. I'm sorry. The great people of the United States of America. Oh, wow, wow. What, what sort of investigations are you talking about, Ms. Longwell? <laughs> and and uh, so I do worry, because this is, I mean, again, this seems like the kind of, you know, what was that thing we had? Kind of an upmarket version of your <laughs> usual accent. Just like kind of a country lawyer we, yeah. versus like a yokel. We used to, you know, like, like with the special counsels, the independent prosecutors, when it's a Democrat being investigated, you have to have a Republican to prove that you're, you're straight. When it's a Republican being investigated, you have to have a Republican to prove that you're being straight. Like, why do we assume that these overreaches will, will hurt Republicans? They seem to only hurt Democrats, right? When Democrats overreach somehow in Congress, the, right. you know, Fox does, like, 98 hours of straight coverage on gas stoves. <laughs> and, you know, why, who's to say that, that this stuff is really going to help? So, or hurt hurt the Dems, so or the Republicans, rather. So, so I have this theory that I think we probably talked about, because we talk all the time, about how the Republican, right, the voters, a lot, especially swing voters, have um, an impression of the Republican Party that I call the Reagan hangover, which is that they still see, and this is why when you get poll questions where they ask things like, you know, who do you think would take better care of the economy? Who do you think is better on foreign policy? And Republicans really outperform, and that's because they're running on this uh, image. Did you just drink my drink? God damn it. They're running on this. Somebody bring Tim a drink. Uh, Someone bring me a drink. <laughs> they're running on this image, right, that is no longer the case. And part of what the work that I do politically has been about is showing people that this is not the pre-Trump Republican Party. This is not Ronald Reagan's Republican Party. These are not responsible people. And I think that you know, I take Tim's point that these are serious jobs and it's not good to have, you know, ridiculous, terrible people in charge of them. That being said, there is something more honest about, you know, Marjorie, keeping Marjorie Taylor Greene sort of confined to Bannon's war room is helpful to, you know, because swing voters don't see that. Um, and nobody, nobody sees it. And so I think having them front and center, letting people see what the Republican Party has become is an important exercise. It's important for people to understand where we are now. I'll just say briefly that you're, uh, this is the thing you're the most wrong about, JVL. Like, the, the Republican overreach did hurt Republicans. It's the whole reason that Chuck Schumer is the center majority leader right now, is that the Republicans dominated lunatics and insane people, and Republicans do get punished for their overreach. If Republicans weren't punished for their overreach, like, Kevin McCarthy would have a big majority, and Anthony DeVolder wouldn't be in Congress, and they wouldn't have any committee assignments. They weren't, and Mitch they weren't McCon- punished right? for Benghazi, right? I mean, this is, they, they might get sure punished they for nominating extremist candidates, but for like governing overreach, are they yeah, punished? They were punished in 18 and 14. Sure. All right, well, maybe. We'll see. I mean, I don't know that we sell a Tim is always right t shirt. <laughs> so if, if I was putting odds on it, I'd probably put the odds on me. Um, all right, so can we talk? I don't see any of your t shirts out there. <laughs> They're not selling like hotcakes. Hey, uh, <laughs> Oh, hello. Uh, there's one. Hello. Wait, who, okay, there's who, one. who is it? There's always the one. 
That is JVL, silly. come yes. on, go home, dude. Sir, I'm buying you a drink once this is over. <laughs> you can even have a Xanax of mine. Got that stash. was my French Village guy, too. This is a guy who watched <laughs> all of the French Village and listened to all of the podcast. Uh, all right, so can we talk about 2024? I think that's what the people, the people, want to hear, right? Yeah. Hey there, this is JVL. To hear the rest of the show, come and join us and become a member of Bulwark Plus. Oh,